Extreme PC UK. Hi and welcome to episode 22 of Extreme PC UK podcast. Today is the 3rd of December. We're in December, nearly Christmas. And uh, I'm your host, Nick, also known as Extreme PC UK on Steam. Today on the show we have... Hello, my name is Hans, I'm on Steam on Legend from Hell. Hi, I'm Jansen, and on Steam I'm Jay himself. Hi, I'm Lindsay, and on Steam I'm Jewel. And you're new. Hello, Jewel, welcome to I the... I am uh... new. A guest <laughs> appearance today. <laughs> a guest today for a long time Star tomorrow. Star tomorrow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You'll be famous. <laughs> uh, right, let's get into this. First off, I've got some news, which is proper news. It's not just about me this time, it's a proper news. I don't know if you guys have heard about this. NVIDIA, if you buy a GTX 750 Ti, NVIDIA will actually upgrade you to a GTX 950 for free, which I thought was quite cool. That's something maybe you could do, Jewel. That's my graphics card. <laughs> <laughs> I, have the, I have the 750 Ti. I'm not going to buy you? a new one. Yeah. Ah, oh, you could have had a free upgrade, but you've already bought it. When did you buy it? Oh, God, about a year ago. Ah, oh, now you're finished. Oh, no. <laughs> Done but for. Appar- but apparently it's a 30% upgrade, and they reckon that it can play most titles at 120 frames a second, which that must be on mid-settings. That can't be on high settings. What do you no. think, boys and girls? That's impossible that it's an ultra, so it's got to be lower medium. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. But a free upgrade Still, free upgrade. Yeah, not a bad uh, deal at the price it is at at the moment, though. You know? That yeah, how much free. is it? I'm not putting 750 Ti go for around 100 quid, didn't they? Yeah, I think, and, mine uh, was about, I think mine was about 95. Yeah, and they what they are, they're like entry-level cards. You can't have them in SLR. You can only have a single card, but they are quite good cards. They can play. You can play most card, most games on like high graphics, can't you? Not on Max. Not on Max, no. Most games I can play on medium to high graphics, even really taxing games. Yeah, because if if I was to build a gaming machine for somebody and they was on a really tight budget, and because obviously the graphics card is it's pretty much like the main thing. Like with Matt and a few of the other people, they've got 660s. And uh, the 660 is an older card, but it's still quite good. But the 750 Ti is actually more powerful than that card. So it's actually quite a good price range. You know, yeah, it's, quid. About, it's about the best budget card you can have. Yeah, but like I said, you can't SLI them. They don't let you do it. Nope. But can you with... with the 950? No. I'm not actually sure with the 950, you know. No, no, you can't. Oh. You can't SLI the 950 also. No? Oh, so it's just a free upgrade, but yeah. 30% better than nothing. So yeah. if any of do you out there are buying a 750 Ti, go to NVIDIA and you'll get a 950. Um, do you have to go to NVIDIA to get the deal? From what I... Because I only know, because I got sent an email from NVIDIA saying... I haven't actually looked into how you do it, but I'm sure you have to go to NVIDIA and get some kind of code or something, I should think. Then wherever you go, obviously they do some kind of, I don't know, exchange or tell the company about what you've bought. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's what I'd assume, but I'm not 100% sure, so... Oh, wait, people, I'm sorry, I was wrong. You can as like the 950. So you're telling out fake information again, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, 120 frames at mid mid graphics, that's quite good. You know, cheap card. If you're an extreme gamer, then you have to go above and beyond, which uh, you'll have to do soon, Jill, because you're always on the computer. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> right, off to hand. <laughs> what news have you got? Well, my news, also graphics card related, I am yep. going to SLI my Titan next week, probably. Why yeah. do you ask? One, because I can. Two, because I can get it relatively cheap. And three, and because you want to beat me. Three, because I want to beat you. <laughs> and four, <laughs> because I'm probably looking at 4K next year. Yeah. Your card should do 4K now, just on no. mid-settings. Yeah, I don't want mid-settings, I want ultra-settings. Yeah, but the point I'm getting at, though, is going from um, like full settings, like full graphics on 1080 to low graphics on 4K, it's still going to be a big increase. 
I want Ultra. You just want the best, don't you? But he's got multiple screens as well. He's got no, multiple I cash. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't have multiple screens. Don't. He's got no. two screens, haven't you? No. I have a 40, 40, uh, 1440p screen, that's it. Oh, fair enough. I thought you had more than one screen. Yeah, same way. Oh. How do you survive? I've got three. I Even Jackson's well. got two. <laughs> no, Joel, how got, many screens have you got? I've got one. There you go. I, I have two. Yeah, see? He knows. <laughs> What's wrong with you two? I need, I need a gaming screen, a TS screen, and a, anybody else who wants to shout at my screen. <laughs> yeah, that's what I've got. I've got my, my main game in the screen in front of me, and then I have my TS and my Twitch on the left screen, and then I have my OBS streaming on the right screen. That's the way it's got to be done. So I have my screen right in front of me, and that's about it. Yeah, same here. It works fine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, but when, you're, when you start streaming, you will find that you want an extra screen because you just can't see what's going on. Yeah, I agree with that one. I'm not a streamer, but I agree with that one. If you're a streamer, yeah, but you're only you not a streamer because your internet's limited, isn't it? Yeah, way limited. You know, apparently, uh, where he, where, where is it? Some, I forgot where you're from. Belgium. Belgium. <laughs> <laughs> Over in Belgium, apparently, you, you get, uh, they've got limits on all the internet, and he just yeah, can't. Yeah, well, no. Officially, I have 500 gigabytes a month, and I have free internet as much as I want. But it's at a certain time. At certain times, it's called like a fair trade policy, something total bullcrap. But yeah. Yeah, that'd be so annoying because he, we actually set his stream up for him, and then he got this information that he that he using all his data up or whatever, and then so now you can't stream, can you? So that's just pretty much taken away from you unless you do it late at night. Yeah, I have to stream between midnight and uh, 12 o'clock in the afternoon. Either yeah. when everybody's asleep or everybody's working. <laughs> yeah, so, I would hope yeah. I'd be able to uh, able to do that. Right, any news from any of you other guys? No news from me. No? Joel, any news? No news from me. Newsless. Pair of newsless people. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's crack on. On to the competition winner. Right, now this is for Overlord 1, Overlord 2 and Raising Hell DLC, Operation Flashpoint, Red River and Dragon Rising. And I have to say, the winner of the competition... They got the answer right, and there wasn't many people that actually wanted these games. Did anyone, any of you know what the music was? No, yep. none of you knew, did you? Nope. This time I have to say I didn't. Minecraft. That explains. <laughs> <laughs> it was Minecraft. Is that like? Have you ever played Minecraft? You must have played Minecraft. No. Never. No, have you know? Joel, I think I've, like... I've, I've tried it for about five minutes, and no. Yeah, really? I, I was the same. I put it on for five minutes and thought, nah. I have this conversation with a lot of people, yeah, and it's because of the graphics. Now, if you had a graphics pack put on it, so it was like in HD photorealism graphics, you'd enjoy it. It'd be a um, photorealism square. No, because they make the squares look a bit... They are square, they're still blocks, but they make yeah. them look sort of a bit more roundish, if you know what I mean. Yeah, no, so, so now you've got less pixelated blocks. That's what you're yeah, but you can have, up, you can have all different, different sizes of the um, like pixels on them. So, you know... But I, I played it for ages and built loads of stuff, and it's just addictive. Yeah, it was from uh, Minecraft, and it was like the, the soft piano, which none of you understood what it was. You're all useless. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the winner let's, the winner is uh, Priscilla, and I hope I pronounced that right. Uh, every time I uh, say your name, I'm not sure. I think so it's Prius Killer. Yeah, Prius Killer, like, Prius in, killer, like yeah, the, car. the car. Really? Yeah. All right, we'll have to find out. Maybe he'll send an email in and let us know. But I'll be sending you an email with your games later on or by Saturday morning. So uh, thanks for uh, joining in our competition. Congrats. And to anyone else out there, yeah, well if, you wanna, if you want a chance to win our games, you know, all you've got to do is answer our gaming little clip with what the game is and your Steam name. 
and uh, you could win some games too, whether they're good or bad. If you listen further on into the uh, podcast, you'll be able to hear the next competition, next games that are out. So uh, keep your ears peeled. Right, on to the games. Empyrean. All three of us have been playing this apart from Hans. I have played it. I just didn't get into it. I don't know how you haven't got into this game yet. Because it's yet another survival game. <laughs> <laughs> this is, And this is the point we're getting at. This brings something totally different to the table. Yeah, definitely. Basically, Empyrean is your out-of-space survival game where you've got different planets. You can literally just fly from one planet to another, build stuff, create stuff, go and make like spaceships up in space, like mother ships, and then so you fly down on little ships. But yeah, what do you guys think of this game? Well, I'm a bit like Hans. It's like survival genre isn't one of my favorite and so a lot of them that come out i don't really give them a look in but with this when i saw it before i played it i straight away thought this is a game i want to play because your map is pretty much the universe you're not limited to just being on an island or a continent or something like that and so the appeal to me was literally the size of the game and the potential of the game because it seemed like the way they were going to build it, it was going to be limitless. So once you've built your base on your planet, you can fly into space. And as much as you fly out into outer space, more planets will start Yeah, that's coming what up. the next update is. Yeah. They will be doing that. At the moment, what it is, you're limited. Because when, when I first played it a few months back, you literally, and I don't know if you played it this time, Joel, or if you've only just started playing in the last recent weeks. Yeah, no, I've only just downloaded it. Well, well, when I first played this game, that you you had four players in one world, and if you, because it was early, really early, because it's alpha now still, but that was really, really It's actually really pre-alpha. Yeah, pre-alpha, but that was really, really far back. And you could literally play the game as we've been playing, but you was on one planet, and you'd have four players. Now, if you wanted to go out into space... You would have to all go out together. You couldn't switch from one planet to another planet or out into space. Otherwise, the game would finish. So we sort of, what we've done is, because we really wanted to get into the review of this game. We've been waiting for ages for the servers to come out. And literally now, that's why we've just started now, because the servers have come out and they've just recently done a massive update like for factions and so that you can have your own base and no one can come in there, no one can damage it. Because... The first, when we first opened the server up and we de-passworded it, as you know, Joel, because you had to reset yeah, it, your whole base. Yeah, it happened to me and another player, yeah. Yeah, because we, we literally put the server up and we started playing and then a major update came out a few hours after. So Joel got on and with Quinny and played and they built their base and everything. And then what happened was, whilst they was doing this, because it wasn't passworded and the update hadn't come out, you couldn't have any factions. So it was a free-for-all. You could walk into anyone's base the doors would be open, you could rob all their stuff, and you could just literally smash all their stuff up. Anyway, I went away that day, because I was out, and came back, and literally, mine, Jansen, and Matt's base was just completely gone. There was, my spaceship was gone, someone had stolen that as well, <laughs> and I was like, man, I can't be dealing with this, it's either I don't play it again, or I have to reset it. And so I came on to you, didn't I, and said, look, you're right about yeah. resetting it, we've had an issue. So we passworded it. We all cracked on, and everybody from the podcast and all the gr- close group we have all played. And really, I really enjoyed it. And Jansen's got totally addicted. Joel, you're totally addicted. Massively. Hans, yeah, Hans, I don't know what's wrong with you. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Jansen, you are totally addicted, are you? Yeah, it's like I've even 
first started playing it before going to work in the mornings. And... <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> it's I'm like not a, that bad. A couple of days I've, I have been late getting out because I think to myself, I'm just going to go on there and just check that everything's still okay and then end up playing it for about an hour. But it, it is like that. As soon as you get into the game and you start playing, there's one thing after another to do. So you've as soon as you come in the game, you've got 10 things you need to do. So you start doing one thing and then that leads on to something else. That leads on to something else. Yeah, you can't get away. Nah. <laughs> just one more bit. Just one more bit. Yeah. But it is. The game is so so immense, man. There's so much to do. You know, like when what we've done is like I was, I'll continue what I was saying. We put a password on it, and once we had done that, um, I've actually taken the password off now, so it's open again for everybody to get involved. Since the big update came, because the massive update came out, and that update brought factions, so you can name your bases. And basically, what happens if anyone comes into your base, they can't get in. Now, the home planet, which is Omnicron, I believe, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, the home planet. Anybody in that home planet, it's now PVE. So you can't damage anyone else's property. You can't, and you can switch it to to public, or to private, or to just your faction. And that's your base, your vehicles, everything. So now, on that planet, you're safe. You can build away. You can have a good time. No one's going to come along and steal stuff. No one's going to come along and smash stuff up. They just can't do it. And that's the same for outer space. That's a, a safe zone as well at the moment. So if you build your ship out in space, like you, you once you get to the point where you've created enough stuff and got enough resources you can then fly off with your spaceship, which you have to build every brick by brick, fly off out into space, and then from there, you can just build a massive mothership. No one can do anything. But any of the other planets, they're all PvP. So if you go onto them planets, there's other players there, they will take you down. And I don't know if you knew this, Jewel, yet. Did you know that? No, that's new to me, because um, <laughs> I, I basically played before the big update, and then I've just been on for like 20 minutes since the big update so i'm still learning all the new stuff well if you go up to your base now and go to the core you can name your base and if you press i and you go to your like player inventory you know where you've got your player in the backpack and you put your helmet on and off yeah you can now click on there a faction so we've got an extreme pc uk faction or you can make your own faction now the way it works i believe is if you join our faction it's fine anyone that comes near us in a pvp area will get gunshot at them. So our guns will automatically kill them. So, and but I, I was wondering, do you believe it'd be better if space was PvP? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. Because, it's, because it's so massive. I mean, when we were playing the other day and we were trying to get to your kind of mothership, it, it did take a while for us to get there. So it's so immense that there's enough space for it to be PvP without you flying up and then getting shot down. Yeah, because yeah, that's the point... what I was thinking as well, because when you've got your base on your planet, you want that to be protected. But when you go out into space, it is so vast that it, the chances of like bumping into people is going to be quite slim. And when you do, it's just going to be kind of a one-on-one -on -one battle between you and them, which makes it quite fair. Not like as yeah, soon as you leave the planet, is... you're going to get killed. But the point is, if you spend ages building a mothership and then you get off the computer, yeah, you can put guns on it. And this leads me on to another thing. The fuel cells, I believe they need to make longer because you can put enough fuel cells on there to last the 24 hours. And remember, if you've got, because you get fuel cells are like batteries, you put them in your fuel tanks and then they, they time down in real time. So it says how many hours you've got left, yeah? Now, you have to have enough on there when you leave for like 24 hours in case you don't come back to the next day. So if you leave your spaceship out in space, like the mothership with guns on it, you have to have enough fuel cells in there to cover until you're going to come back. 
Otherwise, if there's no batteries in it, the guns ain't going to work and people are just going to rob your place. Yeah, but what we were that's, saying that's before... That's part of it though, isn't it? Yeah, what we were saying before, Nick, about how the fuel cells run down really quick, I've actually got far enough where I've unlocked larger fuel cells. Yeah, so have I, but they still run out very quick. Really? I found, like the 20 minutes I've been on this evening, I found that the fuel cells are running out quicker than they were pre-update. Yeah, and I said to Jansen, I think it's a bug because a lot of my fuel cells just completely disappeared at the moment. And I know, don't get me wrong, the guys are doing massive, massive updates all the time. They're, like, they're always doing updates. And I think it's just a little bug that, that that's happened since the new update, which will be ironed out soon, hopefully. But I did notice that sometimes a lot of some of my items are just vanishing. And you notice it as well, James. The other, the other yeah. thing is as well, is that me and Quinny were talking about this the other day, that w if you turn your spacecraft on or your base and you turn it on and then off and then on, you automatically use a full fuel cell because it just it just registers that you've turned it on. Does it really? Yeah. Because I turn mine on and off all the time. <laughs> yeah, well, that's it. That's why yours are disappearing because you turn it. If, like, let's say you're like hovercraft or your small spaceship, you turn that on, it absorbs one fuel cell. If you keep it running, it will use all of it to its entirety. So, so like 20 minutes yeah, or whatever. Whatever, yeah. If you then turn it off and turn it back on, it starts to use another one. Do you know what? That explains so much. That's why Jansen, every time I land, we get stuck there and I'm like, Where's the fuel gone? <laughs> yeah, I've done the same thing as well because sometimes you want to turn like individual things off. So you might want to turn off like all your guns because you're just flying around or whatever. And then when you land, you want to turn them back on. So the quickest way to do it is just to turn it off and on really quickly and it turns everything back on. So that's probably where we're going wrong. Yeah, we didn't we're... know that. Ah. We was just losing fuel cells and going, where the fuel cells go? <laughs> and when we've been going up to like the mothership, because we we took over a research station in space, we killed all the guns, we went over there and we took it over completely. And it's massive. It's, if you see it, Joel, it's got bedrooms in it and it's got like shower rooms and everything. It's massive. It's got, nice. four, it's got landing pads. It's got a like, glass roof. It really is cool. Someone spent a lot of time designing that, which is really, really cool. But we're, it, it's got so many different things in different rooms that the electric on it runs out really quick. And uh, we're about pumping fuel cells into there, and we're switching off every time we leave, so it's just running out, <laughs> which is yeah. uh, a bit And packed. the thing is, yeah, and it's like if we put guns on it, it's going to take even more fuel. So literally, it's it's just going to run out. As soon as we leave, it's going to be on for like an hour and run out, and then people yeah. can take it over. Yeah, see, that's the thing, and that's the point I'm getting at. That's why it might not be a good idea to have space open like for people killing each other, because what will happen is... When they come out, if our guns don't kill them, then they're going to kill us. And we can't always be on the server to defend ourselves, if you know what I mean. Yeah, but um, you kind maybe... of want... You need a bit of PvP, though, because yeah. like, if you're just kind of fighting against the AI, once you kind of kill them, they're kind of gone. There's no... You're not really going to get any AI kind of attacking you, really, unless you go to where they are. Quinny in the chat just mentioned solar panels. Is that, is that actually going to come into the game? Anyone know? No, I didn't know about that, but that would be handy. Yeah, that would be handy. That would sort out a few issues, wouldn't it? <laughs> Do you know what? I'm on the fence. Like, it would be good to have the space PvP because you would. Could you imagine flying out in your little spacecraft? You come out of one of the solar systems, out of the um, blue thing around the edge, shield. What's it called? Can't remember what it's called. What, the, the atmosphere? The atmosphere. You come out of the atmosphere, yeah? And then you've got these two massive great ships, like, just having it out. That would be pretty cool to see, wouldn't it? They both kill each other and then you go and rob everything. They should that... give you like an orbit range 
around the planet so if you stay within that orbit you're then safe within your planet's orbit but once you leave that then it goes into pvp yeah but that is like that if you notice when you take off and you go up into space you sort of fly up fly up and then you start burning up and then the spaceship does like a little flip doesn't it and then you're out mm. but you can't see what's out there until you do that little flip site like thing and then go out so mm. you wouldn't be able to see it but maybe it'd be a good idea if what i did on a server then was instead of having it how it is now have space as pvp and we can use that space station as well but then have another planet which is uh, pve so people can actually go from planet to planet you know and then they can build bases somewhere else they can have their little hiding place and build their base and if they want to go and have fights they just go up into space and kill whoever they see yeah. would you prefer that yeah that's so how it goes better. yeah, yeah. That would be better. I just like the idea of going up in your small spaceship with your turret gun on top. and. Yeah, but it's when you go up in your little spaceship, <laughs> especially your one with the little, the little room on the back. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, you go up in your spaceship and then you come across a mothership. It's got like 100 guns on it. It just blows you to pieces and then that's it. You're literally taking your life in your own hands because <laughs> you'll go up there. At the moment, you're like, oh yeah, it would be really good to have PvP in space. But you'll go up there, go out the atmosphere. There's a guy sitting right there. Guns start shooting. You'll be like, oh. I'm dead. I've lost my ship. I'm not playing this again. Yeah, well, but this is then, what I was saying to you. You better never though. play even. You've all spoke at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I shut up. Saying that though, right, when I first started playing Ark, you literally, there was there was no um, walkthroughs or anything like that. You just literally were alive on a beach. You had to find a weapon. At least with Imperion, you've got a gun, you've got some resources, you've got things you need. Yeah. To at, least said, have, to at least have a good start, because I I died like eight times by dinosaurs on Ark within the first ten minutes and carried on playing. Yeah, oh, hey, welcome to my world. But Ark but with this, of... this I didn't die until I got blown out of the sky. Yeah, by... Ark sort of had it back to front, didn't they? It was like really hard at the beginning, and it got easier the more stuff you got. Yeah. And the more dinosaurs. Whereas you got. this, you, you you know, you start off with the basic tools you need to start crafting and start building your base, which is brilliant. And then obviously it expands by being able to create the spaceship and the hovercraft yeah. and things. They, yeah, I think, I think that's what kept me going because I felt like if I played a game where I do wake up on a beach with a rock in my hand straight away, I'm just thinking this is hours before I even get an axe or a bow and arrow or something like that, and there's not that much fun it's just a long long time and with this as soon as you land like you've got quite a bit of material on you that you can start building a basic base and you can start building weapons and things like that straight away so the fun for me started straight away yeah and then i attached. just got yeah and then you get hooked because you obviously have to build things in a certain way so that you don't run out of certain things but once you've kind of got that down won't but, run out of stuff. Can I just say something? Did you all do the same thing as me? You started building a base because you had enough resources. You had so much because you got ingots for different things like iron ingots, copper ingots. Then you have to you have to like put them into a constructor, change them around, and and keep doing doing different things. Did you do what I did and got on? Started building a wicked base and then realised, oh, I can build a spaceship now. So you started building a spaceship and then at that point you was hooked. And you ran out of all resources. <laughs> yeah. And now you just find yourself, like, I've got to get more resources. So you go off and then you do that. You come back, you know. Yeah, I'm, I'm in replenishing mode. Yeah. Mining is a big part of the game, isn't it? Because you have to keep your resources stocked. And when you first start playing, you get, you get kind of um, drawn in to the building side of it. And there's, there's so much to do straight away. There's so many different items you can build that it's, you it's start overwhelming to be honest 
Yeah, and you, you don't know where to start. And so you can kind of waste a lot of material as well, where you start building something that you may not need straight away. Yeah, you do do that. <laughs> yeah, and then you think, okay, well, I've run out of everything now. I've got half a spaceship. I've got a base that's massive, but it's got no doors or walls. It's got a hole in the roof. And then that's when you think, okay, I've got to go and do some mining. But um, me and you and Matt, had some pretty good <laughs> mining trips though, didn't we? Got yeah. quite a lot of stuff. Yeah, what we do is we go off, we do a bit of mining. I'll drop, I'll fly the ship, drop them at different mining areas, and then I'll fly and do my own, and I'll come back, pick them up, we get mining. But what we do every single time, and I don't know why we do it, because we die every time. Is... But you know why we do it, because you... I'm flying a spaceship. <laughs> yeah. They get the, you two in the back, in my little hatches at the back. Yeah, what we do, we'd be flying along and then we'll see something like a power station because you get different buildings all over the planet, like random places of interest. And you get like drone places and there's all different factories and stuff like that. And they're all hand built like out of bricks. Imagine Minecraft building like a giant factory out of Minecraft bricks. It's like that, but with a lot more different shaped bricks. And every time we go there, I'm like, should we just go in there? We've got guns, we've got ammo, let's just go in there. And if you, what happens is now, yeah, Joel, if you go in there, you can't get through the doors, they won't open. So you have to shoot the door down, and then they've got all the drones, they've got little machines, they've got guns. So nice. you have to, what you have to do now is you can't take, you know, like you've got a gun that takes their bricks away. Yeah. Like a deconstructor. Yeah. You can't use that now unless you take their core first. Right, so you've so got to get in, you've got take to get all in. the guns out, take out the core, and then you can start yeah, and then that the base. Becomes, then yeah. you can put your own core in, and you can take that as the base. Right, that's cool. And, and that's what we've done, but we got absolutely annihilated over and over again. In the end, I got back in the spaceship, hovered up in the air, and just started firing missiles at it. It just blew the whole place up. <laughs> <laughs> but it was quite fun while I was doing it. So the game sort of got that side of it, where you can team up with your mates. So like, it, it would be pretty cool, wouldn't it, if we all teamed up, we had a big ship, all our little ships, and we went out and we just took out a guy who was in the, who'd built a mother ship. We were all flying around him. Like You could have some really epic space battles. Yeah. You know, And I think what brings this to the table, which is different, is... These spaceships, you're real. Joel, how attached are you to your spaceship? If I was to Very. come over and blow it up, you wouldn't come back I, in that game again. I, 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 well, I would, but I'd come and blow yours up because I wouldn't be amused. <laughs> but you do, you get really attached to them because you physically made this spaceship what it is. You literally start off with like a base, like a block, which is like your base block or your small vessel block or your mothership block, and you just literally add blocks to it in triangles and shapes and guns and cockpits and things you've unlocked. And you literally just keep adding to it, and this sort of spaceship evolves. I do have to say, I haven't seen anyone with a better spaceship than mine yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm I'm historically bad at crafting bases no, and good. things, and I like my spaceship, so I'm I quite impressed. Like because <laughs> Jules' spaceship's actually got a door on the back, and her little ship, you can walk inside it to put a fuel in. It's all yeah, inside. That, that's what mine looks like now. But you probably haven't seen mine. Since I've been playing it before I went to work this when morning. When I saw yours, it looked like a shoe. <laughs> <laughs> You're the one who built the shoe. I bet you was looking at it going, mm, what shoes am I wearing today? Yeah, I'll make it look like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's just all, all in a line. But you griefed mine to pieces. And then yeah. when you saw it now, you're like, actually, it does look quite cool. Yeah, it looks all right now. But the first one that you built, you were in your base. And then on TS, you're just like... Yeah, I've, I've just built the best spaceship. This spaceship's amazing. And then you fly it over, and I was like, oh, is that it? it there was, there's nothing special about it. And that's why I called it a shoe. And it looked like an ugly shoe. And then you went away, and you put wings on it. You put a bit of color on it. 
Like it actually looks quite good now. It does. Well, come on, not quite I, good. I, it looks I good. think mine's better than yours. I've actually got like with Jewel, I've got a room in the back with a door, and that's where yeah, that's where all my storage boxes, uh, the uh, oxygen creator and all that is all in the back. Cool, because we're like, yeah, you have to have all this stuff. You have to have an oxygen. You have to have a, uh, a crafting machine. You have to have like your fuel pods to put your fuel in. So there's yeah, a lot of stuff you have to get. Basically, on like a, a mini base, isn't it? Yeah. Wherever you fly to, you need to have all your stuff with you. So you could literally fly to a mining site, mine, and then get this ore. Oh, hold then... on a minute. I believe, Joel, you've got to shoot off. Have you? I have. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. Thanks for coming on. And right, uh, no hopefully we'll see you again more prepared see you next time. Okay, no. See you later. <laughs> see you, Thank you. Bye. Right, go on, Karen, Jan. Sorry, man. Um, yeah, so disconnected from your when you get to a uh, a mining site, you can land your craft next to it. And because you've got a constructor, well, it's a mini constructor, you can basically do what you would do at your base, but at the mining site. And then you've got storage boxes and things like that. So anything you make, you put in those storage boxes. You can put extra fuel in those storage boxes. So it, yeah. you you do kind of build like a second mini base with your spaceship. And I think that's why you get so attached to it because it does get very personal. And like you said, it you it evolves, doesn't it? Because you start yeah. off with something quite basic and crap. <laughs> yeah, and it does evolve quite quickly and then it's like the, you can change the colors of the bricks you can change the shape of the bricks you can put rounded corners on it like i i found myself like building the box at the back where it's a and room then with a door it, changing and changing yeah and, changing. <laughs> and then it's like i built it it was finished and i was like no i want the top to be rounded i want rounded corners on it and then literally took it all apart and built it back up again and then yeah. repainted it it's like it's, Lego, isn't it? It's, it's pretty cool the way you can do it. There's so many different bricks and shapes and stuff. You can pretty much, whatever you can imagine in your head, you mm. can sort of build. And that's what I was going to say next. Is there anything that you actually want to build? Like you actually want to build some kind of ship in the real, like what you've seen on videos or films or anything you want to make? Yeah, there's two things I want to make. Uh, the first one is the X-Wing from Star Wars. I thought about that already, but because you can get that long cockpit. Once you've unlocked yeah. the last cockpit... Yeah. like right up the chain because you get experience levels and everything you do gives you experience and you can unlock what you want as you go through the game and like, i'm on level 17 or level level 20 at the moment what are you on i'm on level i think 11 11 yeah but you've pretty much locked unlocked most of the stuff then at that point yeah yeah pretty much i think much. the next the last stuff i think is at 15 or 20 there's one cockpit for like the small vessel ship which is really long and thin yeah and i want to build something i don't know i thought of the x-wing but i thought how are you going to do the sort of x bit of it because yeah i know unless but you make that... the, unless you make the ship really big and you have it like multiple bricks on each x part yeah but that's the thing that's why in my head i was trying to figure out how you would because you because it squares it's hard to build diagonally yeah but that's so... not, it's only hard to build diagonally when you build small and you've got to remember even though you can build a mothership which is massive on the small ships there's i don't think there's a big limit to how big it can be so you could if no. you wanted build an x-wing but like the scale of what people are building their small vessels at the moment is quite small it's like a little bit bigger than a couple of human beings yeah, yeah. I was just about but to ask how many ships can you have then as a player many as you want i suppose many okay, as you yeah. as many as you build so you yeah know, you, no limit now you have no. to start off by building a vessel base block and you need to get some important ingredients to build that base block but once you've got the base block 
you literally put it down and then you build your you just build around it and keep evolving it but if yeah. you've got if you start from the beginning and you know you're going to build this this machine you'll just have to do it three times the size but then have a little cockpit on it or have a couple of cockpits so that they all they all fit together yeah because i wanted to kind of build it to scale i didn't because it was a small vessel. If you it's proper like... are like, I think you've got OCD, man, because you probably have to have it how you want it. You can't. I know. I've got two things I want to build. That's the first one. I've already got the cockpit and a few bits. I'm just figuring out how I'm going to like lay it all out. But I'm still working on my first one, but it's almost finished. So this is why um, you didn't come up to the space base of me, because you sat at home in your little base down on the planet and thought, yeah. hmm, I'm just going to build things. Yeah. So really, um, you're playing Minecraft now. <laughs> yeah pretty much <laughs> this is a minecraft i can get into because it doesn't offend my eyes <laughs> that is true it's very good graphics on this i really yeah. like the graphics it doesn't offend my eyes <laughs> there's no point having the screen when you can't play at high high pixels exactly but yeah now i've actually got something i want to build i don't know how i'm going to build it yet but again i'm going to have to build it on a much bigger scale to make it be able to fit i'm going to build starbug from red dwarf Oh, yeah. Because I think it's got the feet. You can get them feet underneath it already. Yeah. And I think it'll be pretty easy to build because it's pretty roundish and like round balls. So, you know, and I also want to build like a flying saucer because I think that'd be pretty cool as well. You know, just one big round circle like, and then have it a bit deeper at the middle, at the top and the middle and then just build out. And I'll have like, yeah. a flying saucer because you actually have to put like, say you want to fly it up, down, left and right. You have to have like jets on every side. So you need six jets, one at the back, one at the front, one at the left, one at the right one at the top, one at the bottom. And that gives you movement up, down, left and right. So a yeah. flying saucer would fly around really good like that. Yeah, because that's, that's one thing that you you kind of have to work out a bit trial and error in the beginning, isn't yeah. it? Because you there's, don't no, yeah, there's no tutorial that says that you have to build your six axes. You just think, well, I'll build a thruster going up and a thruster going forward. And then you do that, you get yeah, you in can't it, and you try it. and fly it, and then you're just all over the place and then you spend about half an hour trying to land it because you've got no downward yeah. thrusters yeah that's what i did and you're like because it's literally move your mouse around and it goes up down left and right like the nose but not the rest of it yeah. and then you do the keys and you've got like an up down left and right key which literally goes up like so you're still facing forward but you go up down you go down left you move left you don't turn right you turn right you don't you don't turn i mean you move right yeah like and strafe then, yeah, and then so you've got to move the mouse to turn, but then you've got like roll, so you can bob, like barrel roll one or the other way as well. So you've sort of got these six buttons going with your mouse, and after a little while you do really get used to it, and you can do some really good manoeuvres. I'm finding now I could take out guns and not get shot really easy, because I'll go and hover in front, and I'll just shoot and move to the left, shoot, move to the left, move to the right. And, and I don't know if you've done this yet, but I can really, with my rocket launchers, I can really pop, pop them guns off, man, and get us in there. Like I've got us at space station already. Yeah, well, there was that time I was in your spaceship and that uh, drone came out in space. <laughs> yeah, you sit in the back going, oh, why have I done this? <laughs> Agility of them, once you've got all your thrusters set out correctly, like the agility of the spaceship is really good, isn't it? Yeah, you can. You pretty you get used to manoeuvring them. It mm. does take a little while to get used to it. But like now I can like, it reminds me of Flight of the Navigator. You know, that silver spaceship just goes up and down and left yeah. and right. It's like that yeah. and it just stops. Like, yeah. I'm like... I will fly in really fast, and the more thrusters you put on the back or the side, the faster it will go, but the more electricity it will use. And I can find now, I can fly into the planet straight down. I can just stop dead straight outside Janssen's base, like just hovering. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is pretty cool. But, but, um, then if, a, a but if you haven't got a thruster that... on the front or in the back or wherever it is, you can't stop it. It just carries on. You're like, oh, yeah. the thrust, they've blown my thruster off. 
but that's it it's like as well in the beginning you forget that you need a thruster going forwards and backwards because to stop. you could yeah because you forget that you need thrusters to break like it's not going to stop on its own even if you cut the power you, you've still got the inertia going forwards so you're going to crash into stuff so you you need to have thrusters in every direction yeah anything else you'd have what you'd like to see in the game one thing that i would like to see a bit more of it's something they've already got but they should expand on is the painting tool because i thought that was quite good yeah i I know what you're gonna say what more colors you're gonna say like they should have like a a color scale like on most painting programs where you can move it around exactly pick the color you want yeah because at the moment you've probably got about six colors and it's your basic primary colors and black and white and it's it's quite good but then everything looks one's black and yellow the other one's black and red and then you see something else and it's yellow and red and so all the colors are very primary so it would be good to have a paint machine where you can go literally through the scale of like yeah not like just like two million colors an actual machine you have to build that that will come yeah Yeah. Yeah. that'd be cool yeah because yeah this is probably just the early stage of just showing you how it works and it works well it's like you can paint stuff but the other thing as well, which they should do, is that when you have a block, you should be able to paint each side of the block a different colour. Because if you use a block yeah. as your house wall, when you paint it black on the outside, you go in your house, it's black <laughs> yeah, on the inside. I, I painted from inside, I've done all the walls all nice. I went outside, I was like, why have I got red squares in the middle and silver <laughs> on the outside? Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's what I, um, I thought that as well. Um, I just come up with a really good idea as well. What I was going to say, what I... What I what I'm looking forward to the most, which they are going to do, is when the planets become unlimited, and this is what I believe they're doing next, and the solar systems, you'll be able to go, and the further you go, a bit like Minecraft, the further you go, the more random planets will generate. That's what I'm looking forward to as well. But I believe it's probably going to be pretty intensive on like the server RAM, because it's just going to be keep more and more stuff it's got to keep remembering, you know? Yeah, but then like you were saying as well, like the distance was going to extend as well so the distance you travel between planets is going to be longer because at the moment where they've got like maybe six planets they're all quite close together so you can get between planets in like two three minutes if you've got like a decent spaceship yeah but yeah they but that's why they they, because the way it works is you start down on the base on the floor and you build a base once you've got your base you can then sort of build a little ship and it sort of evolves as you do it. You can't go for one without the other. So you get your base, you build your little ship. Once you go, and it's like these are like milestones in the game where once you get used to it, it it just like oh I've got to that milestone. I'm on the next thing. And it's like it's always giving more. The game's always giving more back to you. Like you spend a couple of days playing like to build your base. You build your base. You go oh, I built my base now. What what's next? Oh I build a ship and try and go into space. And it's like then you've set a new new goal. You build your ship, and you at that point where you've built your ship, and like, come on, boys, get in the back, we're off into space. You're all excited, mm. and it's like you've been playing the game for ages already, but it's just something totally new. You mm. go out into space, it all starts again. You know, yeah. once you get into space, what do you do? Do you go to the? Did you go to the asteroid field? Do you go to a planet? What do you do? Do you try and build a, a mothership? Do we go? Do we build another base? You don't know what to do, mm. and then it's open to everybody to start again. Do we go and do a secret base that no one knows about? And we actually took over like the, the research centre, and, and to be honest, I'm actually feeling now, Jance, that we should not worry about the research centre, put the server onto PvP in space, and then we'll go and hide on the back of, like, another planet, build a massive base for all of us, and some massive great, like, 
launch pads and build some proper war machines and then we could just have fun going up and killing other people. Yeah. I think that's the route we should go down. Yeah. You know, and that's what's so good about this game. It's so open, so free to do what you want when you want. I do find having to keep going and get resources annoying a little bit. I, I, I would like to see the fuel packs last a lot longer. So if I put a fuel pack in one of them, it'll last an hour or so. So I can put like 40 in and, and not worry for a few days. That's what I would like to see with that. Because sometimes I just can't get back to the computer over the weekend or something. And I feel I'm going to be so angry if I go away. Or even if they just had like in the server options, like different ways that you can. I know they are putting more and more different options into the server. Because the server's a new thing. So it's being updated regularly. But I would like to be able to see a lot more configuration where... You can go into separate items and put, like, you need this much of this and that much of that, you know? Really be able to set that server up how you want it. Don't you think that'd be a good idea? Yeah, because then you could say, like, how long each fuel cell lasts. And yeah. we, we can tailor it to how we play. But I know the fuel cells do change. If you go from one planet to another planet and to, like, the atmospheres and stuff, the, the fuel cells do actually change. Okay. So if it's, it says you've got 40 minutes left on your planet... You go up into space and it'll go 140 minutes. Because it obviously uses a lot less, less power out in space. I don't yeah. know if you noticed that. Yeah, because I thought that as well. I, I, in the beginning, I thought, oh, is this a bit of a glitch? Because it was saying I had such little time when I was flying out the planet. Then all of a sudden it jumped. But then, obviously, when you're out of the atmosphere, you don't have like the gravitational pull. So yeah. you, are, you are just using less power. Mm. So... In that sense, it's quite clever in the way that they've done that. It's not just a timer on it. So yeah. when you press your power button, it's just draining it. It's actually taking into account a lot of different elements. And as well, it's what's on your ship as well, because you've got a generator. And that generator, when you click on it, it tells you like in kilowatts how much it's generating. But then more stuff you have on there the more energy it's going to use. So every little light that you put on there, every yeah. like gun, every door, like everything that uses power is going to use more power. And you've got to take that into account when you're building it. Well, that's the problem we've got on the space station. We haven't, yeah. we've, we've took over a massive great space station with multiple floors and it's got rooms everywhere. It's got bedrooms, it's got science rooms, it's got everything, growing pots everywhere so you can build enough food. It's got lights all over the place. It's got all kinds of machines in there. But we just can't, just with the two of us or three of us, we haven't got it in us enough to keep that thing fueled. So every time we come off, it powers down and people can... Soon, if that was PvP, there'd be people all over that thing. Yeah, it, it wouldn't be there the next day. People would just <laughs> go over and deconstruct it, wouldn't they? Yeah, they would. They'd take our core out and they'd either take it over. And maybe that's the point. Maybe that's what they want to do. They want to have it so that there's a, a focal point for people to try and take over. I know yeah. there's the alien base and that's pretty hard. I've been near it, it's got so many guns on it. I've took loads of them out, but then you get the, the little ships come as well. We just had Quinny in the chat saying, does the mass of the ship affect the acceleration? I'm not actually sure at the moment, but... I don't think it does. Because... And I think as well, like, even with the amount of thrusters you put on, I think if you... There's three types of thrusters, and I think depending on whatever one you put on, it pushes it forwards at that certain speed, because I think the speed's limited. So... When you put one thruster pushing you forwards, no matter what the mass of the ship is, and you've got one thruster, it Does might it actually say, say the mass of the ship? Yeah, because I think it says the mass of each individual item as well. Well, maybe it does then, because... And but maybe that would be I a problem known. for you, building your X-Wing, because you'll have this massive mass 
of block and then you're going to be trying to push them with a couple of things you'll have to get loads of uh thingies which is only going to be loads of fuel yeah so you're going to have loads of fuel tanks but i think that might be something that they're going to do in the future but i don't think it's something that's implemented oh, now i'd think it's so funny if you spent ages building this <laughs> ship done it all and then there was like oh masses coming in and then all of <laughs> yeah. a sudden you could fly it just too yeah, heavy it just wouldn't even take off you'd have to put like a whole load of thrusters at the back yeah but you know what i'm so i'm i'm actually really excited for this game it's such a good game you know such a lot of effort's gone into it and you know we was meant to review this game quite a few months back but i i actually felt and i said to you guys you know at the moment it's just i, I can't say how good this game is when i can't show people it now we've got a server running, people can see for themselves, and now that server is running, it was well worth waiting for, I think, don't you think, Chance? Yeah, definitely. And remember when I said to you before about how I wouldn't pay for a beta? Like, I'll play a beta if it's free, but I'm not going to pay for it, and I actually spent money on this, and it's pre-alpha. Yeah. So and, that, uh, that, that's how much I wanted to play it. Yeah. And it is, it's really, really, I can't, I can't say enough how much effort's been put into it. Every time I play it, and I don't know if you're the same, I actually play it and I think to myself, how much has gone into this game for them to be able to have the planets like going round together and like having you flying from one planet to space, like all these different play fields. And, you know, when you go on the server, they've actually got a server which has got like um, an interface. So I can see every planet, I can see space and I can see like not visually, just a name, like so it'll say Omnicron and then it will say one player one, two and four are in there and it will say your names. So I can see who's where, which I think that's really good as well because I can look on there and see who's on the server, how the server's going. You know, if people complain about a certain person, I can see them on there. I, like I said, I'd like to see a few more server details going in there so I can fiddle around a bit more. You can already, they've just done an update. So the planets, I can, I, I don't know about changing their names, but I know I can change like the water colour, the sky colour, the level of the water and stuff like that. So you could play around with it if you wanted. But at the moment, I think we should just change the planets so there's a couple of uh, PvE planets so people can move around, and but they've got to get through space to be able to move. Yeah. You know, that's probably going to be better, and maybe I'll do that straight after the podcast. But um, yeah, that's server for everybody. If anybody is interested, and I know there's a lot of people playing Imperium at the moment, you know, our server's not passworded anymore. It's called Extreme PC UK on Steam. It's quite high up on the list in England because obviously the server's based in London, so it will come up to a lot, a lot of you guys listening pretty close. You know, get on. It will be really, really good to get loads of people in there. And also on the server as well now, the new, the new updates brought... If someone builds a base, because what they're trying to stop is the more bases and the more bricks out in the world is the more lag you get, you know, and the more memory it takes up. So what they've done is... If you put a core down now for a base and you start building a base and you don't come back for 24 hours, I believe that the base will disappear. If you, um, it, so, so basically any unwanted buildings that people have just abandoned, come in, built a few bricks, will just disappear. So, so, <laughs> so basically it will continue to keep the smooth running of the server, you know? Yeah. But if it, you are a person that keeps coming back, it'll be, it'll be all good. Yeah, it's not, it's not really a game that you want to play for a couple of minutes and then put down because... There's a lot to do in it, and you won't get much done if you've only got an hour to kill. If you've got an hour to kill, you may as well put on something like Street Fighter and have a couple of fights. But yeah. with this, you've got to dedicate a lot of time to it, but you will feel like it's time well spent because a lot of games that I've put a lot of time into, by the end of it, I feel like I would, I've, I've kind of wasted my time with that. 
But um, with this, even when I'm not playing it, it's like... You're thinking about it. Yeah, it is. Are you going to bed when you're dreaming about building ships? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my God. No, but it gets He's gone quiet for ages, and that brought him back. (laughs) But... Hands, I've, I've got you I've... should get involved in this because yeah. like I was like you and survival's not really my thing but I think there's there's so much more to this one that you kind of forget that it is survival because you're not really surviving it's not that hard to survive you're, you're kind of at the top of the food chain in here and it's more about just like a bit of collecting and building and teamwork and I think that's the fun element is that you're all off on your own bases doing yeah. your own thing and then you all kind of group together with your own individual spaceships and fly around and do missions together there's no set mission it's what you want to do at that time yeah i sort of felt the same way like i would go off and do my own thing and i'd be like look i'm a, a bit bored of building now i've been building for ages do you even want to go and get some resources together we'll take my ship or do you want to like just go and we'll what because if you haven't got the resources you can also just go on a mission, like find a building somewhere, like a, like there's crashed spaceships all over the place and that, and they're like massive. And once you've killed off the drones and that around them, you can literally go in there, find the core. Once you take that core out, everything powers down, and then you can literally strip the building. So every like machine you take down, all the parts it takes to make that machine, you get back. So I found if I didn't want to go off and do lots of mining, I can literally go do a bit of like adventuring, find this building, get in there, walk around all the rooms. And literally de-strip de- it, take the whole thing apart, come back, and then there's loads of stuff in my inventory I can carry on building. So you've got options of what you want to do, when you want to do it, and how. And I find it's a game that if no one's on the computer when you get on, you could just get on and build your base. I'll put another room there, I'll make that look nice. And there is a lot of like just decor you, you try and do. But then when the boys come on, I'm like, let's go and do a mission. And then it becomes multiplayer. Yeah. You know. And the yeah. good thing about this game, it's only going to get better because... The more people coming into the server and the longer people are in for, the more there's going to be spaceships built. You know, if I left this server on for a year, I can guarantee there'd be spaceships all over space for people playing, you know. And then anyone that comes in, plays it for a week and leaves, they leave a derelict building, you know. That will stay for so long, so we get to raid it. And that's where it's going to become more and more better and more important because you're going to get lots more people involved. You're going to meet people you want to join your team. You're going to meet people you're going to want to like build like problems against, and you're going to want to kill them, you know. And I think this is why it's going to be good if we put space as player versus player because you can be safe on your planet, and when you're good and ready to build your spaceship with the guns, you can then go off into space and shoot anyone you want. There's no complaints; they can't do anything about it. Space, kill them; they'll die. Get their ship, take it back. You know, if there's two of you in one ship, you can fly their ship back. And then you've yeah. taken that, that's yours, you know? Yeah, yeah. Take the so core know, out of it, keep it. Yeah, because then you know that space is free for, all, free for all. So you know you're you're safe when you're on your planet. And like with other survival games, you might spend weeks building a base and then you get a Blood Reaper come along and destroy that base in five minutes. Yeah. And that puts you off the game. You feel like, well, I, I spent weeks doing that. Now I've got to start from scratch. So... I'm not going to play it anymore. But with this, it gives you that option of having your base and knowing it's safe. But you know that when you go yeah. out into space, like, yeah. It... It's like an arc having a safe zone. Yeah. And that's just something that's really, really well thought out because you would have people just smashing it. I can't stand that. I spent ages building something. Like what happened on the first server when we were just doing tests, running tests on it, 
and we had a few people in and what happened was the bases got all smashed up and then I could see the guy had stolen my spaceship because there wasn't enough time for anyone else to build a spaceship and he was in space and I was like, you've got my spaceship and he's like, no, I haven't and I was like, I know you have, I can see it on the server screen I can see that you're in space in orbit so, and it's just like that sort of thing, I, I really don't like that sort of like if it's a, a, a nice server, I just wish people would play nice. And if and like that's what's good about it because they want to be arseholes about it now. We can build our bases; they can't do nothing. But yeah. If we want to be arseholes, we can go up and do the same thing. So it yeah. gives you that level playing field of be safe and play the game. Make it a Minecraft game on on the base, building, just having fun. If that's your thing, you can do that. But if you are one of these people that just wants to go out of your way to kill people and break things, you can also go up in space and do whatever you want. You know? But that's another thing I was going to say about this game is when you think how quick we got into space, it's not one of those games where you've got to play it for hours and hours on end before you have something that will take you out of the planet. Like you can, you don't even have to build a base. You could just build a platform with a constructor on it. No, and I don't think you can. I think you have to have a base before you can build the starter vessel. I'm sure you have to. Yeah, no, but you put down your base platform so you don't have to build walls or a roof or doors yeah. or anything like that. You just have your core set down and then you, you build the stuff that you need in there. So you can make it as basic as you want. And then as you level up, then unlock different things. But I think you only need to get to something like level five before you've got all the materials you need to build a small vessel to fly yeah. into space. But that's so, another thing. That's another thing, that another continuum of, of what we're saying. You build your basic vessel at the beginning and it is a basic vessel. But then when you unlock levels, you can unlock a lot more stuff. So then you're like, oh, I'm going to build another one. And I'm going to use that one. I'm like, I still want to build the long nose one that's like a fighter pilot's sort of um, yeah. cabin sort of thing. Yeah. And so every time you finish the job like you're doing at the time, you sort of think, I want to do this now. And you sort of just keep pushing forward and forward. Yeah, I'm, re I'm really enjoying the game. I know, Jansen, I've got to be honest. I haven't seen you play a game this much. When I found out you was on at lunchtime and stuff like that, yeah. and I know for a fact as well, when we were doing the podcast notes for the podcast today, you were still playing, weren't you? Because I saw you on Steam. <laughs> yeah. He was like, I'm just having my dinner. I'll be on soon. <laughs> and I know you're on there. And I was like, he's well addicted. And you're probably going to stay on there after as well, aren't you? Yeah. Just, I, do you know what? Honestly, it's good. It's good to see like someone that doesn't like that genre of game actually get hooked to it when you really don't like them sort of games. It just no, shows and, how good the game is. Yeah, and that's why I'm thinking, like, Hans would probably get into it more, like, if I he... I would not get your hopes. <laughs> <laughs> See, I think with Hans, he's he's more of your A, like, AAA sort of title games. That's your sort of, like, area you like, you know? And when, it, when it comes to multiplayer games, I mean, I think general, like, so to speak, I'm more of an MMO kind of person. You're a AAA, or you're a, a, a really like low-end indie game where it's very basic and a bit of fun i think that's the sort of areas yeah, you go but for like i said i mean this, this game is considered multiplayer when it comes to multiplayer games i rather play an mmo for some reason it's, yeah it's just a whole survival genre it's been but this, the last you, few it, months but this is the point that. you haven't played it enough to get into it to know exactly the multiplayer side of it like yeah i know but Jackson i can't Matt, invest like 48 hours in it <laughs> we've done i think we've done more than that in a few days but yeah you know what i mean i mean I, I try to do it, and I, I give the game a fair chance, and I will play it again. Yeah, but you've got. But to don't admit, expect when... me to play like forty hours. Uh, yeah, but when week. you came in, we got to be honest. When you came in, we was all at the beginning. We was all building our own bases. We had already built our bases, and you just came in then. And I said to Jansen, and this is no lie. I said to him, "This is a game where really the advantages is playing. If you're playing with your friends, is playing at the same time. 
because you build at the same sort of levels. Now, if like when you came in, we'd already built our bases and stuff and had spaceships. So you was a bit like, oh, it's going to take ages, you know, and it sort of disheartened you. And I actually um, said that no, to Jansen. No, what really disheartened me in the beginning was I needed to flatten the terrain. I spent like an hour flattening terrain. <laughs> that was just the wrong move. Why don't you put your base oh, on a flat, flat place? <laughs> but if you came in when we were all in, and then you just did like a couple of missions with us, like just jump in the ship, because even if you haven't got your own, you just jump in with us. Yeah, because we, we go, can give you guns. Yeah, because that's the thing as well. It's like everything you have, you can share with anyone else you want. And when we go mining, we will mine what we have. And then when we get back, we split it three ways. And it's the same like if you hands like came on and you didn't have the resources you needed, you'd come over to one of our bases and we could just give you whatever we had. Like yeah, whether I it's... will play that game again. Don't think I abandoned it. I'm just not going to go all in like you two at the moment. Okay. That's what I'm but not going to do. You, you say that now, but that's the kind of thing that I would have said. Yeah. Before I played it. See, this is the thing with Jansen as well. I got to be honest, Jansen. When you first came onto the podcast, you was very inset-minded, one-track mind onto a certain type of game. And since you've been on the podcast, you've got to admit you've un- opened up to a lot more types of games. You're giving yeah. them a lot more bent. Like we, I remember we done the review on what was the game where you was in the cell. I can't remember the name of it, but you was locked oh, in the cell. The, the live-action like, one. Yeah, like saw. That's something you would never have played. Yeah. You know. And I said to you, play that, and did we do a review on it? Tell me what you think. And like you got into that as well. And that's a game yeah. I, I honestly thought you'd come back to me and say, look, it's not my cup of tea, but you really enjoyed it. Yeah. You know? And now I'm starting to see you evolve. And this whole thing is like, now oh, I'm really getting into these games. You know, sometimes like doing it because you're doing a review on it gets you into something that you normally wouldn't get into. Yeah. You, you know? kind of have your comfort zones, don't you? And yeah. it's like, you know what you like and that's what you stick to but it's different playing a game to play it for fun and it's easy to get on a game and go this ain't my type of game i'm turning it off which you probably would have done but because i'm saying to right we uh, what are you playing this week you're playing i'm going to play this do you want to play it with me and you play it with me you know you've got into it and you're looking at it as as thinking about the game thinking about what's good thinking about what's bad what you like and that then in turn really gets you involved in the game because you start thinking about hold on how much effort's gone into this how hard is it to make all these bricks and make them all work together you know and you start really seeing how much this game is actually an immense game you yeah, know? yeah and that's what i said i mean the game itself probably isn't that it's just it's not probably sh- it's, it's a wicked a, game it's a certain genre that you have to like so that's yeah it, i think that's just a personal opinion from you though yeah yeah that's what i mean i mean this this kind of games they're probably fantastic in in their own uh, genre but not everybody likes that genre of games well yeah. with this with this game i i believe it's for me it's the first game i've seen that's that big and that immense and can get that much stuff into one game in one server like different planets and they are gonna like i said they're gonna be having ongoing planets where it just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger but like for me I've heard also about Space Engineers. I don't know if you guys have heard about Space Engineers. Yeah, I've heard of them too. Yeah. And that's a massive game as well. And basically, that game is supposed to be on the same sort of level. I haven't played it yet, but I'm going to. Thanks to Quinny, bought me it, which I'm much appreciative of that. Thank you. I'll be getting into that after. And then we can have a little, like, we can compare it to a, a game in the same sort of genre and see how it is, you know? Yeah, yeah. Give it something to compare it to. Yeah, because so that would be good. At the moment, like we're comparing it to other survival games, but we're not. We haven't played any other survival games that are like this. 
because a lot of them are just set on a planet that is very like primitive isn't it and they they want you to start from scratch but with this it's all like sci-fi so you've got spaceships you've got like plasma rifles and you've got aliens walking around and things yeah. like that so and there's aliens on different planets as well every every planet's got different aliens on it yeah. and, and different stuff going on yeah like that that weird walking one yeah that's, that's funny a lot of people tell me that freaks them out it's like like a it's like a big bellied with boobs and that just wandering about with long lanky arms like yeah. wiggling it's pretty it, freaky really i know and it's the way it walks it's like it's having like um like an epileptic fit whilst it's walking along <laughs> but it's got a massive pregnant belly yeah but it is the game I, I i can't say enough good stuff about the game i just i want to get lots of people from the community i want if anyone's got it i want you all to get on the server all get involved and just to have a free-for-all because you can't actually damage anyone that doesn't want to be damaged so you can go and do whatever you want. There's no... I don't have to say to people, oh, don't do this. I'll behave. Don't do that. You know? Like, I've had servers before where people come to me and say, such and such killed me and such and such done this. I'm like, look, play the game yourself. It's, I'm not the one here to, like, govern everything. But this game does it all itself. You can get yeah. in there. If you want to be an arsehole, you can be free to do it. You can only do it in certain areas. Yeah. You know? So everyone can keep to themselves. But, yeah, I think we spoke a lot about this game. And... I will be talking about it a lot. What, what what I really like about this game is it's really early alpha. So there's going to be so much more content added constantly and updates constantly. And we will keep you up to date with it. And even when we do finally get bored of playing it and we've had enough of it for the time being, a new, a new update will come out and then we'll all go back to it. Because I know, Jansen, if you heard in a month's time there's a new update for it, you'd be straight back on, wouldn't you? Yeah, because I'd want to see what they've added. Because everything so far has been this good that if they bring out a, a big update, I'd want to get back on to see what it is that they've added. Yeah, uh, same for me. And We've done this with a few games where we constantly... The biggest one was probably DayZ. We play it and then we get we get bored of it and then we go away and then someone will go, oh, the vehicles are in now. So we all get back on it, we all get back into it. And I think this is pretty much going to be the same thing. Um only one thing which would be a disappointment, which I hope doesn't happen, but it does in a lot of games, and I think it can't be helped. A lot of games, when the servers are like, because it's a new server, isn't it? They've only just sent, got the servers out to us. One thing that might happen is at somewhere on the line, they might be like, we need to do a full reset of the server to be able to continue on. You yeah. know? And then will you like the game enough to want to start fresh? Or would you be like, mm, how would you be? I don't know. Sometimes starting fresh is not that bad because you've got all the experience of yeah. like the trial and error the first time around that you get to a certain point where you look back and think I would have done this completely different if I could do it again and yeah. but you wouldn't off your own back like start yeah. again you, you try and modify what you've already got but if it was a case of like we've got a new update we're going to bring all this new stuff but you're going to start from scratch it might be like quite a good thing yeah see I've got a feeling when it goes I don't know because I don't know too much about servers. I know the basics, but I've got a feeling when they change it to a solar, the solar, um, what's it called? Where all the, all the planets, solar system, and they make it so the the planets pop up as you go further and further out. I've got a feeling at that point it might have to be reset. I'm not sure though. I can't say for sure. I don't know. Would you prefer to restart the server at that point because it's going to be an immense, massive world? You can just fly out and find a new world of your own. Maybe they could even have. Like, if you find a planet that's new, you name that planet. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So that becomes, effectively, you going exploring, you can name all the planets. Yeah. 
Well, that that's something that's appealing as well, is that you are kind of going into the unknown. You're not yeah. walking around on a planet like you do in other survival games where you're not going to see anything different. You're going to walk around, you're going to see trees and bushes and animals that you know about. But with this game, you could just be flying in one direction for two, three days to a planet that looks completely different with aliens on there that you've never seen before. Yeah. And you're exploring and finding new stuff all the time. Yeah, do you know another point I just thought of, which I really like about it? Don't you like it when you're in space and you come up to the space station and the space station is actually upside down and you don't realise it. And as you get to it, you, you turn your ship up the right way and it's really weird because it looks like it's gone from upside down to being the right way up, but it's just really, really weird the way it does. It's so realistic. Like yeah. you can go upside down, but you feel like you're up the right way, but you're not. Yeah. Like, it's, it's got that real sense of being in space. Yeah, like, I've landed my spaceship upside down before on the launch pad. Yeah, but I've done the same thing as well. Like I've flown up to it, landed, got out of it, and yeah. then realised I was on the underside of yeah, that's the, <laughs> of and the I'm pad. And I'm walking upside down on yeah. the roof. But it does, like you said, it gives you that real sense of like zero gravity because yeah. there, you don't feel like you're flying to something and everything's the right way up. It, like when you get to the space station, it could be at any angle and you could be coming at it at any side. Yeah. And like, yeah, like it does, it does feel very realistic. But one thing that I don't know if it's just me, but I like the fact that in certain like films and stuff, when they go into space, it's silent because there's no sound in space. And for realism, they make it silent. So the only sounds you would hear are the sounds inside a spaceship or inside your spacesuit and i think that would be a pretty cool thing to do in the game that when you get into space when you shoot your guns you can hear the noise of the guns inside your spaceship but like you hear the motors off the like midi guns and stuff like that but you won't actually hear the explosions and things like that just to make it more realistic yeah but maybe that bit too realistic um Maybe if you're outside, you get the sounds, and if you're inside, you just get the inside sounds, I'd say. But that's probably, again, that's personal preference to how you feel the game should be. Yeah, but then that know? could be something that they could turn on and yeah, off in the settings. Thing, yeah, because yeah. the other thing that is a bit annoying is the sounds of the creatures that are walking around. Like, you're in your base, and all you can hear is this thing outside going, <laughs> like, constantly, <laughs> and then you go out and you shoot it, and then you come back in, but five minutes later, there's another one. And, like, they're, they're constantly around you. But if they made it so that you could turn those sounds off and they only make sounds when you interact with them or something like that, or they're set to make a sound every 10 minutes. But yeah, because it, the, the base is actually solid metal blocks they're meant to be, so it would be very hard to hear through them. Yeah, and <laughs> the blocks are, like, about a metre thick. So... If you were in a solid building like that, you wouldn't hear any outside noise. And so I get that they're doing it, that if a, an animal is close to you, you hear it. But those sounds get really annoying because they're so repetitive and they're there all the time. And even when you go out and you shoot it to shut it up, you come back in and it's another one. <laughs> Bones. So yeah, honestly, that, that hasn't really again. bothered me. I sort of just ignore that. I, I don't like the um, plant ones. You've got these plant enemies and they've like got their heads wide open. It's like Little Shop of Horrors. And yeah. they just rip you to pieces, don't they? You just can't yeah. go out at night. And, and early on in the game, we actually went on a mission and it's the only one we've really done where it was really, really hard. 
we went out, we only had guns, we didn't have no spaceship, and we had to go right across a mountain to get to the resources. So we went across, and we're constantly shooting these bloody plant things. Which, yeah. But for, do you know what? Looking back, we was at the time, we was like, oh, bloody plant things keep coming and killing me. But when you die, you just spawn near your bag. So you go back, pick the bag up, you've got all your stuff back. Yeah. And looking back, it weren't actually that bad. We had really good fun. We was like, oh, yeah. Jansen's dead. Let's just take cover while we wait for him to get his stuff back. You know, so yeah, it, it was good, like um, for team building as well, because we were really like looking out for each other. Even though our mission was to get to a mine and get some resources along the way, because we were getting attacked so much, it's like we were always covering each other's back. And really, we should have just done that during the day, and those plants wouldn't have been out. Yeah, I know, but we didn't. <laughs> Quinny in the chat just put in, uh, like he says. The, that he can hear the, the aliens hundreds of metres away. So here's one, goes outside, it's miles away. Oh, right. You know? But if you put guns on the roof of your um, base, your guns will actually shoot any any of the aliens nearby. So you don't get any. Okay. But may, maybe it's a bit of a glitch, because if Quinny's saying that like he can hear it from that far away, maybe it is that thing of it's something that they will sort out later on. Yeah, maybe. Just a little loose end. Yeah. Yeah. Right, anything else you want to say about the game? No, oh, one cool. thing I did want to say. I'm hoping that they bring out the automated guns soon because it says the guns are manual or automated, but my guns have never shot anything on my little craft unless I get unless I physically shoot them. Have you had any of yours shoot anything? Like no. just flying around and it shoots itself like round off. No, because the, but the guns on the small craft, they don't move. So you would have to point and shoot. But if you've got a hover vehicle, you can have an automated gun because it's on a turret. So oh, is it? Yeah. I haven't built a hover vehicle. I went straight into the little... The little. I, I was actually wondering why you'd have a hover vehicle when you can build a small vessel and fly anywhere you want. Yeah, because I suppose like, a hover vehicle is... I don't... Maybe it's just quicker along the ground. Well, when I played the first time round, I had a hover vehicle and we used to just crash into everything because it sort of hovers and as you go over hills, you come down, it sort of hits the floor and... Like, you get caught on things. Like, you've only got to hit an alien and you stop. Yeah. You know, so I went straight in with the small vessel, which you can fly around. But, yeah, I would really like it if, if I was flying through space and guns started shooting me. or Because or, the drones at the moment will just appear and then <clears> they'll disappear and they'll be over there and then they'll be over there. And it'd just be good if the guns would literally just shoot themselves. But like you said, they're fixed and they don't turn. Maybe that's something that will come in later. I'm sure there's going to be a lot more um, a lot more items coming into the game as it goes. But, yeah, is there in, uh, anything else you want to say about the game? Uh, yeah, one more thing. The, your player, they, the player should be a bit more customisable as well because you can change your hair colour, skin colour, your sex and the outfit that you wear, you can change the colours of it. Like you get primary and secondary colour. Everyone pretty much looks exactly the same but just different variations of colour. So it would be nice that... If you change your player, you could change like your hair, not just the colour of your hair, because everyone at the moment has got curtains. So yeah. it'd be good if you could well, change was... the hairstyle and things well, like if you that. Look at, if you look at it at the moment, you've got your character and you can take your helmet off and on, can't you? And you can put like your helmet on. The base, the, where you first start on the planet, you can breathe. So you can take your helmet off and your, your air doesn't run out. But any other time when the helmet's on, you can go underwater, you can be basin underwater, and you can breathe one, like air in your helmet anywhere you want but the air runs out i've noticed in that menu when you go to your inventory you've actually got spaces for a backpack you've got spaces for gas bottles you've got spaces for different areas like arms and legs 
So I'm assuming they're going to bring out different kinds of armor that you yeah. can build and customize. And I'm yeah. sure they'll be like, oh, if you've got like a, this on your arm, you can customize that part, you know? So hopefully they will bring a lot more. I'd love to see loads of different armors coming in, which you can only mine on certain planets and stuff like that. So yeah. you could, the planets actually have levels, level one, two, three, four, and five of how dangerous they are and how well that the robots and stuff on that planet are. Now, it would be really good if one planet was like extremely hard and that's the only place, or even if you didn't have to make the armor, you had to find it, you know, in bases as special loot. How cool would it be to have one-off armor, which you've got because an army of us went into a place and found it? That'd be yeah. really cool. Give you like secret items that are only for like, they could put out on the internet saying like, this new armor is only in a defense grid. This one's only in the power station. And they're like power armor. And then you go in the, into like, I don't know, the the weapons factory and you'll get some kind of weapons factory armor mm. you know i think that'd be a cool thing to put in as well yeah it's almost like you'd have to do raids so a group yeah. of you would have to get together to raid different bases to get that like one-off armor yeah special items that yeah. you can't build you have to yeah. find it you know that'd be pretty cool or like even special items for your ship special guns you know you see someone firing at you they've got like a luminous pink laser What's that? Where'd they get that from? Oh, they must have found that in the weapons factory. Yeah. That'd be a really cool feature as well. Yeah. You know, and I'm sure, it, I'm sure it's not too hard to implement, like, a different colour on a certain gun, you know, like a special one with a different name. Yeah. So, that'd be really cool as well, you know? I hope stuff like this does come in. But yeah, but yeah think... early alpha, there's still, obviously, a lot that they're probably planning because it, when you play it, it feels, it almost feels like a finished game. Because yeah. you can't really fault that much of it. And there might be a glitch here and there, but it's nothing major. And that's why they say early alpha, but it feels more like a baser. So... Yeah, it does feel like... Do you know what? I've come across a few minor bugs. Um, like I thought things disappearing, like the fuel cells disappearing. But, you know, the game's got so much, that much effort put into it. It's that good that... You think, oh, that's a bug, but I'm going to deal with it because even though it's a bug and it, that's happening, there's so much good in this game that it doesn't matter. Yeah. You know, I'm still going to carry on. Yeah. And, you know, the server's backed up regularly now, so they actually implemented a 60-second backup, so if anything happens in the game now, you can just, you can literally just back it up. But what I do anyway, anytime I see anyone in the server that's been in there for a few hours, I will actually take the server files and back them up myself, just in case of any problems. Yeah. Also, I would like to say, anyone that is on the server, or that does play on the server, if any time it's not up, just text me, Extreme Peace UK, on Steam, and I will get it up. What it is, the server's running off of a Windows server, so basically when it wants to do the update, Windows 10, it, it basically wipes it, then it and turns off when it does an update, and it's happened a few yeah. times. So, if the server's ever off for any reason, the computer's crashed, my internet's gone down, anything like that, just let me know, because I know that you had that 3.30 in the morning. It went off, didn't it, Johansson? Yeah, but I At... didn't lose anything. It's just like I was in the middle of doing something, and the game just stopped. And yeah, when it I tried to log... every, every yeah. minute it backs up. Yeah, but it was just a case of, like, I, I tried to log back on, and the server just disappeared. And I told you the next day, you updated it. I got back in, and it, I carried on where I left off. <laughs> I bet you pooed yourself for a few hours before that, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> Next time uh, I'm gonna do that, I'm gonna I'm gonna put an old server thing on there just for a joke. You <laughs> load it back up and you'll be like, "What? It's gone." Yeah. Uh, well, the thing is, it was like three thirty in the morning, so it was time to go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> right. I think that's enough about um, Empyrean. It's a very very good game. Our server is up and running. It's been live for a little while, a few days, been tested. 
it's all working fine. Anybody that wants to get into the server, it's a free-for-all. Anyone can come in. There's no password on there. If it asks you for a password, just press enter. It will go through, and then it will remember that password. There's not, not one, and you can log in anytime you want. The game is only £10 at the moment. Yeah, £10. It's like £9.80 or something, isn't it? Yeah, so like yeah, less than a tenner. So now's the time to get it because it is so cheap. Yeah, it is very, very cheap for that kind yeah. of game. This game, I think, could sell for a lot more cash. I think we'd all buy it if it was more. I definitely would. And But like I was saying, get into the server, people. We want to see as many people as we can in there. Once you get in the server, if you want to join our faction, you can. All you've got to do is go to your inventory, go to factions, or you can even create your own one. There's as many factions as you can want. You can recruit people to your own little army. You know, It'd be nothing better I'd love to see is certain planets with certain people on it. And that's all having warfare in space. That'd be that's so fun. Because I did say to Jansen, one of the bad things is at the moment, there's only about 15 people on the server, and they're all at different times. We're all pretty friendly. We all seem to get on well, and there's not a lot of... There's no one's come in really with an aggressive attitude yet, but that's because it's been passworded, and we've all been in, and we're all, we're all, we all know each other. Now that's not unpassworded, you and your mates can come in, and you can go to war if you want, you know? You can't do anything to hurt people on the first planet, but when you get into space, you can do whatever you want. And me and Jansen, I'm sure by that point, will be waiting for some space battles. <laughs> yeah. Because for me, that's what's going to make the game the best. Getting my spaceship up there, getting it shot at, shooting you lot, taking your stuff, you taking my stuff, rebuilding more more, more bigger and better ships, you know? Yeah. Learning curve. But yeah, £10, winner. Everyone yeah. get in. Uh, if you've got any questions about the server, or if there's any information you need, or anything like that, you get any problems, just email me on extremepcuk at gmail.com, and I'll help you out. I'll get you on, and it'll be sorted. Right. That's pretty much Empyrean. And we will be doing more updates about Empyrean, so keep listening. And in the future, we'll be telling you all the new stuff that comes out. Great game, Empyrean, £10. Can't go yep. wrong. Right, that takes us on to the Community and Extras section. Hans, you still with us? Are you alive? I think he's asleep. What? Are you, asleep? <laughs> <laughs> Are you still here? Yeah, yeah. Wake up, back to the job. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's get on to the uh, competition for this week. Now, this week, again, we've got a few little games we're going to give away. And we've got uh, Rise of the Argonaut, Insurgency, Gang Beast, and I think we're going to put Empyrean on there as well. So some lucky winner out there will be able to get Empyrean and uh, get into the server winner with us. So all you've got to do is listen to the little tune I'm about to play and then send me an email at extremepcuk at gmail.com uh, with your answer of what the song is, what game it's from, and your Steam name. Right, here's the song. the corner of my eye I saw a pretty little thing approaching me she said i never seen a man who looks so all alone or could you use a little company but if you pay the right price your evening will be nice and you can go and send me on my way i said you're such a sweet young thing why you do this to yourself she looked at me and this is what she said oh there ain't no rest for the Right, that was our tune. Did you know it, boys? Yeah. You do know it, do you? Hans, do you know it? Uh, I haven't heard it yet. 
<laughs> like I said, anyone that knows the tune, extremepcuk at gmail.com. Send your, up your, your answers of what the song is, what game it's from, and your Steam name. Otherwise, I can't send you the game because I have to gift it. And that's that. We'll look forward to next week and seeing uh, who wins Imperion and the other three games. On to uh, the rest of the community stuff. I was just going to talk about Imperion again, but we've already—I think—we've covered everything on that now, haven't we? Yeah, pretty much. The only thing I didn't say is that the starting planet when you start on is uh, PVE. The orbit is PVE, but we're going to change that tonight. So that's going to be by the time you lot listening, listen, listening, listen, it will be uh, PVP in space, and there will be some other planets. So if you want to know what planets are, are happy to go to and are safe, just send me an email, and I'll let you know which ones are which. But yeah, that's pretty much it for the community section. Anything you like, guys would like to say about anything in the community? No. Hands, anything you're up to? Nope, nothing special. Nothing you got going on? No yeah, little raid, yeah. raiding parties? Yeah, I'm still playing World of Warcraft every now and then, but that's about it. Ah, uh, cool. So you're, you're just doing that. So you're playing World of Warcraft, but you won't get into Imperium? Yep. <laughs> Each to their own. Exactly. <laughs> right, let's get on to the questions. Right, we've got one question this week, and it's from Robbie. His name is Reedy12599 on Steam, and he's got a few bits of questions here, and I'll read them out and then we'll get into them. Now, the first one was, where'd you purchase your hardware from in the UK? Now, I have to say, I did used to like have a wholesaler, which I'd get the stuff from, but I uh, didn't really work out with that. I didn't really like the way it worked. So, I pretty much now have a link for Amazon, and I buy all my stuff, most of it, off of Amazon, because... What they do is, whatever anyone buys on Amazon, if they buy it through my link on the website for extremepcuk.co.uk, it pretty much gives me a commission, but your price will stay the same. So if there is anybody out there that buys anything from Amazon, I appreciate you going to our site. All you do is you click on the Amazon link, and it will give you a login screen. You log in and continue as normal, and that's all you need to do. And anyone that has done that, I'm really grateful for already. It really helps us out. Like I said, we want to get new mics, and when we get to the, enough on there, we will get some, because they give me... Basically, we get like certificates to buy some stuff off Amazon with. We don't get cash for it. And what we do is we upgrade all of our equipment with it. And that's what I want to do next, get the microphones. As you can tell, we do get a few <laughs> issues every now and then. Like At the moment, you can probably tell Hans is quite quiet. Say uh, something, Hans. I'm here, I'm here. I'm listening. <laughs> Maybe he's just asleep. <laughs> <laughs> Almost. But yeah, that's the next thing we want to do is get the mics. And we say this all the time because it's something we feel will bring the, the podcast to a next level for us. But yeah, getting back to it. I get all my stuff from Amazon just because I find there's a lot of price difference in there and you can really find some good stuff on there. They deliver it and because it, it's through PayPal, if you ever get an issue with anything, you can get your money back straight away. That's what I find. What about you, Jance? Where do you get your stuff from? Two places I get my stuff from, ebuyer.co.uk, but recently I've been going to saverstore.co.uk. Really? Yeah. I think like with eBuyer, they had more of a range of stuff, but I've think the prices on saver store are better yeah so you really do look around though don't you you look yeah. around until you find the, the cheapest by the pennies yeah but then i'm i'm really particular when i buy something it's it's not just down to price it's like i feel like i need to get the best of what i can get for the money that i'm spending so if i've got a budget of so 300 pound no, it, <laughs> like, it, it's not all about saving money. It's like if I say I was going to buy a TV. You and have my... to find the best. So say yeah. you've got £1,000, you have to find the best for the £1,000. Exactly. And so I really shop around. But I always find myself going back to Saver Store because they they always have really good deals. I'll have and to have a look at them. 
And even when you go onto their website, the first page is basically all their hot deals at the moment. And same thing with eBuyer. My first PC that I built, I bought everything from eBuyer. And after that, I just kept going back to them and buying. But it's just more recently I've noticed uh, Saver Store has got some pretty good deals. Yeah, see, I, I pretty much stick to Amazon. That's my sort of go-to place. It's easy, you know. Obviously, I, I get the uh, commission on stuff that, that gets bought through there. Um, otherwise than that, if I look around, I only ever buy other than that is on eBay because you do get a lot of bargains on eBay. As you know, I, I get a lot of stuff on eBay cheap. But if I'm buying new, I go to Amazon. And sometimes I go to Overclockers because I find they do a lot of the stuff that I need and they, they have a wide range of stuff, you know. But I don't really get a lot of time to do a lot of shopping around like you do. You really, you won't buy it. You'll hold on. I normally need it there and then. So I just, I find what I need and I get it. What about yeah. you, Hans? I have a local computer shop I go to. And you find you get the good prices there and that though? They're mostly pretty okay, yeah. If, if anything's cheaper online, I will probably buy online. But I'm not in the UK, so I can't speak for <laughs> stores here. I wonder if your store listens to this podcast. It'd be like, I can't believe he comes in here and he's been buying other places. <laughs> oh, he knows. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine you in this store going, I just bought this for a pound cheaper somewhere else. <laughs> oh, cheaper. I did that a few times. It's like, listen, I, I can get it for like that much money over there. And I said, okay, well, well, you get a thing price. over here called Price Promise. So if you find it somewhere else, if, if the place does Price Promise, yeah, you go, I found this 50p and such and such, they give you money back. Yeah, I think there's only one shop in the whole of Belgium that does that. <laughs> That's the one you go to. <laughs> no, they don't really sell computer parts. <laughs> cool. Right, let's get on to the second part of the question. And that was, can you find a GTX uh, 970 reference card anywhere? Now, I actually emailed Robbie back with a card that I found, which was a nice card, but it wasn't a reference card. So then I looked around and I could actually find the reference card on Amazon pretty, pretty quick. Which is, I think it's just a normal, the normal caller cards and you know, the blowing out the back one. Have any of you found anywhere where you can get the 970? I, I didn't think the 970 was really that hard to get hold of, actually, did you? Nope, I could find one on Amazon. But it's not anywhere. But it's got to be the reference card. Yeah, they're on there. Uh, I, I, use the, I use the Asus one, the reference cards, though. Yeah, because no, cause I, I notice as well, with reference cards, a lot of people only have the reference card because normally the water coolers and that are fitted to the reference cards. If you go for an aftermarket card, sometimes they're different. The holes are different on them and stuff like that. So yeah. you can come across problems if you ever buy a different card to the reference card if you want a water cool and stuff. I've come across a few things like that before. I don't know if you have, but you haven't really done a water cooling, have you? No, I don't do water cooling. You'll, you'll buy it off the shelf, put it in and forget about it. Most of the time, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Jansen's sort of swinging around to get in there. I don't mind water cooling, but I don't want the whole build-it-yourself kit. I like the sealed systems. Yeah, why is that though? Because uh, it's just plug and play. It, there's no fanning around with it. Yeah, so... see, see, I found that I've built a few water cooling systems and for the looks, you can't beat them. They look so good. And for the cooling, you can't beat them. They really keep your stuff cool and you can really overclock. But for me, the problem was I'm changing my graphics card every time a new one comes out and I'm changing my processor pretty regularly as well. And to have the water cooling kit in there and it's all customised, every tube's cut to length and put, fitted all right and all the, all the bits and pieces... It's just such a pain in the ass every time I have to change something because I have to drain it all out, take it all off, you know, take all the cooler off, put it back on. When that one goes, I have to get the next one, buy a new cooler, put it all on. It just seems like so much effort for me. Like And like I was saying, I've got a 980 Ti in there now. I've got a 5820K. They're so powerful. They don't. I don't really have to worry about gaming, about having issues with my graphics. And 
because I'm changing up, I'm up, upscaling all the time. There's just no need for me to have water cooling in there apart from looks. You know, and like like Quinny was saying, there's always that chance of leaking as well. No, there's so. not. You don't. <laughs> I get so many people. There's, it's not going to leak if I fit it. Yeah but, that. yeah, but you're Jackson, not fitting you everyone's fit kit. <laughs> I watch someone else is fitting it. Yeah, because I'm I'm not saying like yours is going to leak, but I'm saying you've got that you've got a higher chance of something leaking if you've built a water cooling system yourself. If to be you've... honest, I haven't heard of anyone's leaking. Okay. You know, do you know you get people out there that build a water cooling system, yeah? And say you get like you've got your tube and then you have to put it on to like the the nipple bit, yeah. That's my word. Yeah, <laughs> basically nipple. <laughs> A lot of people don't even put the clips on them, you know? Yeah. No, some people don't even use them. They just slide it on and leave it. Now, for me, I wouldn't do that because that's risky. But that's how safe they are, you know? You don't even have to clamp it down. You can just push them on and they, they stick tight. You know, it's like you ever change a radiator on a car. You try and pull that pipe off. You can't get it off. Yeah. You know, once you've took the clip off. And it's pretty much like that. They don't leak. You know, if you do have one that leaks, you've done something very wrong. I, I get a lot of people that come on and I'll be like, oh, if you put about water cooling your card, like especially AMD, because they run so hot, water cool your card, you'll get a lot more out of it. You'll get like 40% out of it. And they will say, ooh, but I don't want to put water in it. Water and electric don't mix. But that's why you don't mix them. You know? It gets better. There's a way to uh, cool it with beer. Seriously. With beer? Yeah, it's uh, the, 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 the keck pewter. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes, I'll put up the link uh, in uh, TeamSpeak later on. Yeah, because you can, what another, what some people do is you can get a certain type of oil, and if you ever seen them, it's like a fish tank, and it's got a computer in it, and it's completely submerged in oil. Yeah. You ever oh, seen yeah, it's, it's yeah, like a non, non-conductive yeah, liquid. 100% non-conductive, and you can put all your bits in there, and they put the whole thing in there, and basically, it keeps that cool, and that's it. You don't have to worry anymore about it. Yeah. But I can imagine that being a right pain in the ass to take out. So yeah. imagine if you just want to change a processor. <laughs> oh god take it out let it drain off <laughs> I don't think I'd ever build one of them to be honest with you I just think that's that's, that's something that will look good but the effort gone into that is immense I couldn't I wouldn't have the time to do it no but the thing is it's like with me it's like I, I'm not like want, wanting to like take my computer to that kind of level and so I've got like five fans in there at the moment and that's keeping it cool enough. But I think I wouldn't mind going water cooled, but with a sealed system. So I just buy that, take it out of the box, plug it in and that's it. I'm done. I, I, I'm not worried about all the flashing lights and the colorful tubes and things like that. I hear you. Yeah. Yeah. See, for me, I like, I, I sort of went like on a roller coaster. I started off with my nice computer and then I wanted nicer and then I wanted better and then I wanted more performance and I went and I literally every single time I've done something to my computer I've had to upgrade the next bit and I will keep on upgrading I think until I just get to the best of everything and I went first off for all the water cooling I got my because especially for the website and that I wanted photos so I've done all the water cooling and that then I changed all the water cooling to something else then I put multiple GPUs in and now I've done full circle and I've just gone back to a really nice looking case clean with just a normal water cooler sealed one in there and my big graphics card, you know, and that's not water cooled either. But like I said, there's so much power I don't have to worry. And for me, that is just the best thing now because an easiest thing, just, oh, it's just plug and play, take out the graphics card, put another graphics card in. And that's the reason why I'm going to stick to what I'm doing now. But anyway, getting off track again. I uh, continue on. We've got the third part of the question is, he was also considering the Xeon E3 
1231 Volume 3 CPU for gaming. What are your thoughts? Now, uh, I seem to believe that these are more for servers. Is that what you think, guys? They are yeah. for servers, and if you can get a decent i5 for a little less, you have a better uh, CPU. Yeah, see, for me personally, for the power of that, you could you, you could go for any i5 really for the same sort of price range, and it can clock much higher. A Xeon processor, you can't overclock, you know, so I personally wouldn't go for that for gaming because you will want, and I say this to everybody, you'll buy the processor, even if it's a non-K one, and you, then you'll be like, mm, I could have got a K processor. Everybody always sells their processor and gets the K version, and then overclock because you can get so much more power. So for me, I wouldn't go with that personally. I'd stick to, like like you said, an i5. I yeah, think i5, i7, uh, it's better for Yeah, well, the i7s, I think, for the price range of that CPU, the i7s are a bit out of price range, I believe. But the i5's perfect. You know, I, I my computer, gaming computer for ages was a, a 3570K. You know, that, that processor at the moment is around brand new. I think it's 250 quid. But you can get a second-hand one. It depends if you like buying second-hand. If you're not worried about it, which for me, I, I buy second-hand parts all the time because they're always covered through PayPal. You know, if you buy it through PayPal and it goes wrong, you can just get your money back. They give it back straight away. So I don't mind buying second-hand because at the end of the day, for me, it does the same job. And a lot of people buying gaming machines, a lot of the people are, young, are the younger generation and they don't have a lot of money. And for me, if you haven't got the money to pay for it, then you go for the, the the generation before, which has got the better spec, but the older generation, you know. And as you guys probably know, you can go for like a second gen processor, or you can go for a fourth gen processor, and a second gen processor could still clock higher than that, you know. Yep. So you don't have don't worry about getting like the newest stuff. Yeah, worry like about said, getting. I have an i7 3770K. It still runs everything perfectly. Yeah, see that's a good processor, and well, that's it's, it's already an older one. Yeah, that's third gen, isn't it? Second or third gen? It's yeah. third gen, I believe. Yeah. That's the Ivy Bridge, is it? Yeah. Yeah. That's the same processor that I that I had that Jansen broke. I didn't break the processor. You know, I don't know yet. I ain't put it back together. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, that's another bit of news we got as well. The server is going to be upgraded again. Uh, I got a new motherboard and everything that Jansen broke. I managed to get the same one, but I've actually got a, I've gone and bought a whole new computer again. I've got new case coming, new power supply, everything. And I blame you, Jansen. You started hey, you, me off you by should, buying the should... motherboard. Yeah, but you should be thanking me because now you're going to have like a top of the range server. When if you haven't you... broke my CPU. Yeah, which I haven't. <laughs> but yeah. So anyway, getting back to the question, <laughs> which I haven't. <laughs> getting back to the question. Yeah, I personally wouldn't go for that. I'd go for an i5. Jansen, what's your verdict? Yeah, exactly the same. Like I think if you if he's going for the Xeon, he's kind of buying something that's not really built for that purpose. So for the same kind of price range, I'd say, yeah, go for the i5. Uh, and I can ditto. say Hans is going to say the same. Yeah, ditto. Go for the i5. Well, that answers that. But yeah, thanks, Reedy, for uh, sending your question. It's much appreciated and it gives us something to talk about. And uh, yeah, I, I, to be honest, I don't, really, I don't really look into Xeon processors normally. So it's a bit out of my sort of area. Yeah, it's because we're not uh, not server types. Yeah. So. Well, I've got a server here, but... Yeah, okay, but... Not a proper still. server. <laughs> <laughs> it does the job. It keeps us playing games together. Thanks for that, Reedy. Right, if anyone's got any questions, we love to get questions. doesn't matter what the question is. Send it into extremepcuk at gmail.com. You can also do it at Twitter and Instagram, and it's all under extremepcuk. You know, if you're on Steam, you can send us all in, like invites... Like Jay himself, Maggle from Hell, and Extreme PC UK. 
We're all very friendly. We'd love to get you in. We've got a free team speak, everybody. So all you've got to do, the team speak, if you want the details, it's on our website, extremepcuk.co.uk. You go to the main page, everything's on there. There's a podcast page that's got all the podcasts on there. Go in there, check it out. You know, there's a lot of stuff on there. It's being updated. Haven't got much time, so I haven't updated the site for a long time yet. It's just been left. But, Jansen, you're going to help me do that with the pictures, aren't you? Because you're image man. Yep. Hopefully and, uh, we can get that done quite soon as well. Yeah, no, I'm definitely up for that, getting that all sorted. Yeah, people out there, you can see our new site all a bit updated. It'll be very, very good. And uh, sadly, this week we've got no iTunes reviews. Or if you have sent a review and it hasn't come out yet, it's because they haven't sent me the email for the end of the month. So if it's if you have sent one and you're in a different country, don't worry, we'll get round to it. One week it will come through. But other than that, yeah, thank you, everybody. That pretty much takes us to the end of the podcast. I'd like to say, like I said before, it's Christmas time. People are buying loads of gifts and stuff. If you'd like to support our show, please go to our website and use our Amazon link. Your price is going to be exactly the same as it normally would be if you bought it. And they give us a percentage back to our show so that we can get gifts from Amazon. So we can upgrade our like our equipment in the microphones, stuff like that. So we're much appreciative of anyone that's done that already. But yeah, anything on Amazon, we appreciate it if you do that. Apart from that, I think that brings us to the end of today's show. Are you still yeah, here? Yeah. You're already both <laughs> Still here. <laughs> <laughs> <Still here. laughs> <laughs> but yeah that's it thanks a lot for listening everybody and uh, we're going to be on Empyrean so whenever you listen to this I can guarantee we're still going to be on there especially <laughs> yeah. Jansen who's totally addicted yep yeah. but yeah thank bye. you everybody for listening see you later see ya bye bye